Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. We knew what to do from, from minute one, and it's that showed the reaction uh, today and, and, and get back to winning ways. Credit to the players. Uh, started the game well, we were really strong, and uh, yeah, took our goals well, and yeah, dominated the game. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Mark Weedy. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! Good evening and thanks for making the switch every night at five, the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. And well, one thing is clear after the weekend, we have a title race here in Scotland, which could go all the way. Yesterday lunchtime, Celtic winning 4-0 at Motherwell and just a couple of hours, Rangers 5-0 against Hearts, still one point in it. Barry Ferguson, the next few months going to be tasty. Yeah, it's the next few months. It's um, I'm sure all football fans and certainly all fan fans are, are going to be looking forward to. Listen, it was all about a reaction yesterday for, from Rangers' side, and Gio certainly got that. Um, some really good performances, Lundstrom and Jack in the middle of the pitch, I thought were really good. But the difference that Alfredo Morelos made um, was unbelievable. I thought that's the best game I've seen Morelos have um, in a blue shirt. His movement, his desire, scored two goals. His overall play um, was top class. Um, so the main thing for Rangers was putting that sort of performance in because um, obviously the disappointing, uh, disappointment of Wednesday against Celtic. So the main thing for Rangers was getting the three points and as you said, there's a title race on and the next few months is going to be exciting. Mark Guiri, both managers happy yesterday. Unlike Wednesday night, Rangers bounced back well. And for Celtic, there could sometimes be a hangover, a kind of anti-climax, but they came out of the traps. And what about Tom Rogic? You mentioned Alfredo Morales with a double. The Australian did it too. Yeah, the Tom Rogic was exceptional. Uh, yesterday, we came close to getting uh, a hat-trick. Celtic's absolutely flying just now, Paul. For me, they are now the favourites to go on and win the title. I think they're going to take a bit of stopping, but uh, it's going to come down to the two old firm games. That's six points. If either team wins both the old firm games, next one's at Irots early April, then after the split, they'll win the title. So that's what it comes down to, to now. And at the moment, Celtic have the edge, but for Rangers to bounce back, show that character and desire, I agree with Barry, Morelos, brilliant. Van Bronckers, massive result for him. He needed that yesterday. But I also think, and Barry knows the position inside out, the inclusion of Ryan Jack absolutely vital for Rangers in the weeks and months ahead he's been out for such a long time but Barry you know he's been phenomenal yesterday he was wasn't he looked good the other night when he came on but he was uh, superb yeah he makes night. such a difference um, anchoring in the middle of the pitch he's always available to receive the ball mm. um, he's always organising um, and listen he's been a massive miss 
Um, the thing that Rangers need to do now is wrap Ryan Jack and Cotton Will. Mm. He's obviously had an, uh, um, sorry injury issues. They just need to make sure that they, they ease him along um, and make sure every time that Rangers have got a game of football, he's available to play because he's such a an important player. And that, and that was shown yesterday in the game. And I mentioned Lundstrom as well because he, he's come in for mm. a bit of criticism. Um, he's not played much under Gio I've got to be honest with you I thought he had a good game yesterday um, you can see that he has got good qualities but Ryan Jack um, just strolled it for me he, he ran the midfield um, in there and as I said it's so important that Rangers keep him fit and be able to play the rest of the games this season Let's hear from both managers Ange Postacoglu lunchtime 4-0 against Motherwell afterwards uh, we spoke to him it's just not in my control. I mean, for me, what's most important is what I see from our team. And that's always going to be the driving force because they're the things we can control. And, and, and you know, our, our course will be charted by what we do. And, um, you know, from my perspective, today was about making sure that we had a strong performance. We you know, recovered well from Wednesday night because it was a physically taxing game and, and got the job done. And he spoke about man of the match, Tom Rogic. Yeah, it's not about deserving your place. It's about, you know, consistently consistently playing you know the best football you can and, and Tommy's been outstanding for us this year every time he's played he's uh, you know he's done awfully well for us and um, you know that's what we want we want him to continue and, and keep getting better and keep being the player we know he can be and uh, yeah he's exciting you know I thought he had some chance to get a hat-trick today which I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have done any other time in his career so um, but I, I thought overall his general play was good but he keeps saying Celtic can get better can they? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> worrying for the rest of the league yeah, yeah. then because um, I think they're, they're in top form um, and I think he's right Mark mentioned it at the start of the mm. show there it's always difficult after such a top performance certainly the first 45 minutes against Rangers on the Wednesday night to go and show that again um, three or four days later but again they came out the traps they looked hungry there was a real desire about them but also real good quality and, and Rogic for me He's a game changer when he's that sort of form he can win you games. Um, Callum McGregor again um, ran the show uh, just dictated things for the middle of the pitch similar to what I was mentioning about Ryan Jack um, and Abada what's that 13 goals oh. now? That, that's an unbelievable return for a, for a wide player but what you're seeing with Celtic now is the strength and depth uh, depth they've got the changes that they make um, they've got a strong squad now. Obviously, it was a big January um, in terms of transfers, but the players that he's brought in in January are clearly quality players that can play in the starting eleven. They're not just brought in to make up the numbers. They're brought in to go and challenge what was already there. So Mark. it makes it yep. exciting. It's mm. it's great. You look at Rangers bench as well. It's pretty strong. Um, so what a, a next three months it is in terms of games of football Barry you're obviously going for Rangers and you didn't change the other night after the game but you said well it's in Celtic's hands now do you feel a good bit better today than you did after the 3-0 defeat at yeah, Celtic it's always at the back of your mind um, is there going to be a reaction because listen they, they get criticised and rightly so um, and I said on Friday night when you get criticised it's how you respond to that criticism because um, it was fair and a lot of it was constructive, the criticism. And the best thing you can do is go and shut people up with putting a performance on. Now, the way that they started the game, I was impressed with it. It was high energy. Um, they came out the traps. There was a lot of desire about them. They got the, the goal, obviously, after 10 minutes. And that, that settled them down a bit. Um, second half, Hearts had a 10-15 minute period mm. until Rangers got that second goal. Then... It was uh, lights out for Hearts. Um, so, look, it's 
They caved in, didn't they? They, they, they did cave in a bit. But that's what you want to see for a team who yeah. were so poor on Wednesday night. You want to see how they, respond, uh, they responded. And they responded in the right manner. They showed grit and determination. And that's all you can ask as a manager. And the supporters would have been going to Ibrox on Sunday demanding that. Mm. So fair play to them. It shows me that they can handle a bit of pressure when it's put on them Barry always says the first 10 minutes they give you that 10-11 minutes they're on your back and Davy Proven and Craig Moore in the studio yesterday we were watching the clock and of course Morellas pops up 10-11 minutes and uh, you could tell then it was going to be Rangers day yeah I mean and, and don't forget Hearts are a right good team hmm? I mean Hearts really are a good I mean I think particularly middle to front so to get a clean sheet against them under the circumstances and the pressure um, a couple of things I'd want to pick up on on Paul, it was Wednesday night after the game I thought that Giovanni Van Bronckhurst handled himself brilliantly and the key Did point you? for me was on that when he was interviewed on, on Sky mm-hmm. by by Luke was when Luke asked him about the first goal and the knock to the, to, to the, to the head the clash yeah. now, now it wasn't a clash of heads so Bobby Madden was absolutely spot on mm-hmm. it was it was like a, a slap to the head mm-hmm. it wasn't a clash of heads so let's be clear about that so it was right to play on and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst looks entitled to ask him but Giovanni Van Bronckhurst said yeah okay probably it could have been stopped however we should have defended better and closed it down and I thought he's spot on and he's not letting his players away with it tonight he's not going to try and deflect about the circumstances of the first goal so I thought very brave because it would have been easy to deflect yeah. but I thought good on you you're addressing the pro- the, the, you're addressing the issues that need to be addressed and he clearly picked that up and had a, a word with a few players and with the team and taken that into yesterday and it's paid off. So that shows me that under pressure, and one or two would have been questioned, Giovanni Van Bronckers, he is the right man. Rangers can go on and win the league under him. For Celtic yesterday, what really impressed me, Paul, was the third goal. There's less than a minute to go until half time. Celtic's got a bye kick. Joe Hart takes it quickly. Yeah. No messing about, killing time, let's get in it mm-hmm. too. Callum, boom, 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 3 0 mm-hmm. by half time. So that's what really impressed me um, about Celtic. And Callum McGregor from Wednesday into Sunday absolutely first class when you consider Callum McGregor had a difficult season last season lost his automatic place in the Scotland team when you think of the, the Euros and I think that was right he wasn't on form he wasn't near the levels that, that he'd been at and hard to be in that Celtic yeah, team yeah of, of course it, it was just listen it yep. was a collective collapse at Celtic Park last season but this season taking on the captaincy he's driven the place on and he's been absolutely brilliant and he deserved that performance on Wednesday night uh, his first mm-hmm. game against Rangers as captain at Celtic Park his first victory against Rangers as captain and he thoroughly deserved it a lot in there in what you've said do you think uh, the manager will have given it tight to his players after Wednesday night we, yeah, we no know, doubt yeah. no, no doubt um, look everybody says there was um, a slight reaction in the second half but as we spoke about on Friday mm-hmm. Paul and I'm sure Mark will agree with me it's easy when you're 3-0 down yeah. um, it was all about yesterday mm-hmm how they played yesterday, how they approached it. And for me, they approached it in the right manner. Um, and that's what the Rangers fans want to see for the Rangers team. Listen, we can all have bad games. We've, we've all had them. Um, but one thing, it's got to be a given. You've got to go up against whoever you're playing against and make sure they know they're in a game. Rangers didn't do that on Wednesday. But they done that yesterday. And as I said, once that second goal went in, it was lights out for, for Hearts. And um, at the end up, it could have been even a couple of more goals after that. But the big difference... Jack Lundstrom really good. Morelos, he just looked sharp. He just looked um, looked really hungry. And when he's in that type of form, he is a top class centre forward, no doubt about it. 
Barry's in great form, not just because of the results yesterday, but Alloa winning on Saturday up at Peterhead as well. And that was important, Barry, to, to get that win. A long journey up. You were on here till seven on Friday night, so that was good to get the points. Yeah, we needed we yep. needed the points. And we, listen, it's no good picking up three points and then losing or drawing the next mm. two or three. We need to continue it. Um, I was just straight with the, with the boys and they understand the situation we're in. Um, we need to start climbing the table. We've got the quality to climb it. But listen, at the end of the day, you've got to win games of football and do the right things. And on Saturday, we've done it. The conditions weren't great, but the most important thing is you get the three points and you find a way to get the three points. How bad was it? The wind coming off the, the North Sea? There was a bit of rain, a bit of hailstones, yeah. and it was sun. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, do you ever think, why did I do this? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it was, a, it was a long day, but listen, it makes the journey easier. Sure. When you win, don't yep. get us wrong. Yeah. Um, sure. We fish up these the fish yeah. summers fucking down the road. No, the I just want, no, no. The boys yeah. get fed. To be fair to Peter, Peter Head, they put on a bit of food. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. After the oh, game, of course, Harry Fraser, the director, absolutely brilliant. He does the catering at the Kilt Walk. He's a great guy, director at Which Peter Head. Which is credit Head. to them because yep. like, it's yep. a, a long journey and it saves us <laughs> having to stop for the boys. So yep. they put on a good bit of grub. Um, they get fed and then we get down the road and in the house for about half nine well you were happy your former teammate Giovanni van Bronckhurst was happy 24 hours later well very pleased I mean uh, you know of course it's a big win for us but uh, especially the way we won today and the attitude we showed from minute one you know it's, it's a good reaction and uh, I'm really happy that we won this game and what about your striker 15 goals now in all competitions yeah, he's a he's a big player for us. There's no doubt about that. Should have Scarfield. I think he'll be he'll be disappointed not doing so. But I uh, what a, what a performance for him. I think he just scares defenders when he when they see his name. I think um, everything everything about him is all round ability and none more than putting the ball in the back of the net. So that's what wins games. It's uh, it's wonderful to have him back and hopefully we can go on a run now. He's great at voices. He's sounding there like uh, Scott Arfield. And here is the manager himself speaking about his striker. Well, of course, we know his qualities. You know, we uh, uh, we know what he can bring to the to the team. A lot of threat up front and uh, especially with his movements. Um, so, uh, yeah, we knew he was going to give us... Uh, you know that bit of extra up front to uh, to be dangerous, and uh, he showed that today uh, again. I saw in the papers this morning they're saying the king is not going to give up his crown. He's putting in a shift now, isn't he? He looks happier, Barry, and he needs to know he's a Rangers player. Yeah, and he's a he's a massive player for Rangers. Mm. Uh, I I just thought yesterday in watching him, he's all round play, he's link up play, he's movement for the first goal. That looks simple, just with a ball for Ryan Kent. But if you watch it, there was a different angle. He has a wee pull at the, the defender and then goes off the, the blind side of him and it's a good finish. Second goal gets a bit of luck, he tries to slip it through, but listen, what a um what a finish we he's left peg, especially past a, yeah. a top quality keeper mm-hmm. like Craig Gordon. But I just liked everything about him yesterday. Uh, and when he's in that forum, he's hard to play against and he's a real match winner. So Rangers needed him back and um hopefully he can keep that form up. Scott Arfield said this is a huge win for Rangers after Wednesday night. You can win football games in different ways, but firstly you need to you need to run about, you need to tackle, you need to earn your right. I know everybody says it's such a cliche, but my God, it's true in football that that's what you need to do. And once you do that, you can settle down. Um, we've got players at this this football club who can put the ball in the back of the net and we've done five times today. Could have done it a, a wee bit more, but what a reaction for us we go again. I see they're saying in the papers that the Prince of Wales is standing by to come on. In other words, Aaron Ramsey. They're calling Morellas the king. Um, and Arfield's got him breathing down his neck, but he played really well. Arfield, yeah, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. He's a good, he's a he's a good player. And one thing you know about Scott Arfield, he'll have been hurting after Wednesday night, mm-hmm. uh, Paul, and that's the kind of players that you need in the dressing room to help show 
um, that reaction. And I think it was a big wake-up call for a number of Rangers players. Your Ryan Kent's, your Joe Rebo. So, you know, barring many other former Rangers players, a lot of pundits, supporters, Fulsome in their, in their praise in the past year or so, and rightly so. They thoroughly deserved it, your corner goals, all these guys. But they had to react because Wednesday night was absolutely unacceptable from just about everybody apart from Alan Megger. Even the, the, the new starts, the, the Allo, you've got to be better than that. You're coming, you're, you've been brought to Rangers to make a difference. You're coming here to make up the numbers. So they've got to respond to that. And Aaron Ramsey is the next one. Yep, brilliant footballer, great for Wales, great for Arsenal at UV. But this is a big, big challenge ahead of him. He's here to help Rangers win the title. Not to come and swan about and come off the bench for half an hour. And I'm not saying that's what he's doing, but he, he has to be in that starting lineup. He's got to go and show that he's proper, that he's up for it, he's hungry. Now, I, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think he ever won a title with Arsenal. This is his first chance to go and um, win a title. I don't think he would have. He won cups, but I don't think he'd have been a league champion with Arsenal. So he's coming here and Rangers have, have really pushed the boat out in whatever way they've structured the deal, but they've pushed the boat out to go and get Aaron Ramsey and he has to go uh, go and deliver by time. Just like you look across the city, yep. look at Hitati. In the space of three or four games, <sighs> he's yep. absolutely lit the place mm. up. Aaron Ramsey's got to go and do the same. Mm -hmm. Were you surprised he only played 15 minutes yesterday? Yeah. I think he came I, on a wee bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting him to come on around about the 60 mark. When, when that second goal went in, yeah. I was expecting him to make the, the change. But listen, that's that's up to Gio. But I'll go back, Scott Arfield, listen to that interview. He says it's a cliche. It's a given. It should be a given to run about, to tackle. I, I love that interview for, mm. for Scott Arfield. Um, and he, he's he's another one who's a big player for Rangers. He looked to be, he was um, out the door. Mm. Never really used under Gerard certainly this season. But since uh, Gio's come in, Scott Arfield's became a, a big player. Um, and his goal, I thought his goal as well was yeah. was excellent. Great wee run. He's brilliant at that run. But that interview is spot on. You've got to run about, you've got to get close. And then for me, when you do that, ability always comes through. Right, we're going to hear more from them. We want to hear from you as well on the Go Radio Football Show. 0808 17 17 700. Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney. And we're on the socials at Go Football Show. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go, 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 go. Back with the football in a second or two. Let's just check in the monitors here. Um, it's still really busy on the M8 eastbound between the Clyde Tunnel, Cardonald Turnoff and Craig Hall. It's taken about, what, what do you think, 25 minutes for that one. On the M77... Slow traffic at Dumbreck Road, as always around this time, which is 25 past five. And on westbound on the M8, queuing between Junction 18, Great Western Road to Charing Cross. So there's about a 10-minute delay there. On the Crow Road, A739, both directions, slow traffic because of roadworks there. That's you up to date on goal. Go Radio Football Show Monday to Friday this time tomorrow night Rob McLean will be in the chair or standing as we do we do it standing here uh, in the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre and it'll be Big Bad John Harson tomorrow night along with Big Stephen Cragen so that's tomorrow night 5 till 
0808171717700. That's the number to call. Loads of you calling in. And then Wednesday night, remember, we've got, well, Rangers Hebs here in Glasgow, Aberdeen Celtic at Pataudry, Dundee United Motherwell, Hearts against Dundee, Ross County against Livingston, St Mirren against St Johnson. Can I throw something, I'll throw something out at both of you? <laughs> yeah. Barry, let me throw this at you. Every so often we go, oh yeah, you know, Hebs are on the charge, the third force they're going to be here. It's going to be Aberdeen or it's going to be Hearts. But, but look at Hearts yesterday. Look at Hibs recently. There isn't really one third force. Nobody can touch Rangers or Celtic, can they? No, I don't think they can get near Rangers or Celtic. Um, it's a fight for third place um, for these clubs. Look, you've, you've got to have that ambition to try and challenge the old firm, but both old firm teams and squads are far too strong of them, been honest. Mm. That, that's my honest opinion. I don't think they'll ever be, be able to break... Um, both of them uh, as you see the, the players that are there just now the players that they're always linked with um, and the signings that both clubs have made in the January, uh, January transfer window um, so no uh, it's a fight out uh, for third place for me I think Hearts will get it I mm. think they've got the, the strongest squad in terms of um, numbers and quality so for me they're the ones that will finish in third place but to challenge Rangers and Celtic there's still a bit away. Mark, I'm going to ask you in a second or two. Here's Liam, a Celtic fan on the line. Good evening, Liam. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Hi, not too bad, not too bad. So what are you thinking after, well, the last five days for you? What about yesterday at Motherwell? I mean, yeah, again, another great performance. Um, I thought first half, phenomenal. Second half, slowed it down a wee bit. Then we made the changes and that's us we're back on the front foot going again is a great performance you'll be feeling confident can you go all the way definitely I, I think obviously the season's definitely not over um, there's no clear winner yet but definitely puts you in a good position mm-hmm. what did you feel when you saw Rangers winning 5-0 against Hearts uh, I didn't expect it I will be honest did not expect no. them to um, have such a big a big win but um, they did they, they kind of proved themselves and showed that the old firm was a bit lost for them and they came back strong mm-hmm. Mark, huge day for both Celtic yeah. and Rangers wasn't it? Look, the exciting thing is we've got a, a real title race I think we always suspected it was going to be close this season after a few games you know, it took, it took Celtic a while to get going Rangers absolutely flying out the traps and then Celtic under uh, Ange Postecoglou have, have I was going to say gradually got it together but it's, it's been quicker than gradually um, but since the, the turn of the year after the winter break getting these signings in the first week in January I think has made a big difference Paul rather than the last couple of days in January which maybe you know Celtic were prone to doing over a, a number um, of the previous windows so getting Hitati in getting Maida in um, it just allowed them to, to gel with their new teammates get to know their surroundings a new culture so that's worked really well but I'll, I'll I'll, I don't know if Liam agrees but I'll go back and, and I know Barry and I have been fulsome in our praise of him pretty much all season and um, I, I spent a bit of time with Martin O'Neill yesterday he was at the game first time back at Fur Park since he lost the title there in 2005 in helicopter uh, Sunday and he was very very impressed with Callum McGregor and I think Callum McGregor I don't keep going on about it but Barry knows Barry's captained Rangers to titles the captains are so important Never underestimate the role of a captain, particularly now when you're getting into the business end, when it's so tight, there's a point separating them. And uh, if Celtic do go on to win the title, there'll be no doubt 
that Callum McGregor will be every bit as important than anybody else that plays a, a role in that team. Liam, you agree with that? Definitely. I mean, I think after everybody saw Beaton get sent off, we all thought McGregor was going to start no matter what. He would make it, he would make it happen. And he did. And he played absolutely out of his skin. Uh, and so far this season, he's been a great captain. Barry, I know you, you've, you've been fulsome in your praise of Callum McGregor. Yeah, and to be honest, we every time I watch him, he's, he's actually getting better Aye, and better. Yeah. Um, what, what do you like about him even just more? Every, just he's an all-round good footballer. Mm. Um, a lot of people might look at sometimes and think mm, it's simple passes, but he keeps the game moving. Um, and listen, it was a it was um, a big one for him in the summer. Um, obviously, Scott Brown leaving gets a captaincy, and then there's different pressures that come with that. You carry that about with you twenty four seven. Um, and when you go out in that pitch it's all on you it's a captain the captain's got to get the team moving and, and certainly this this season his performances have, have been top class um, and he strolls through the games um, but that's down to intelligence mm-hmm. knowing where to go on the pitch to pick up the ball I mean, watch him never stand still he's always on the move even if it's in a, a 10 yard area 15 yard area he just keeps the game, um, he makes the game look simple. And football is a simple game at times, made complicated, I think. But Callum McGregor um, is just getting, he's like a fine wine, isn't he? He's just getting better wage. The other thing as well about him is his he's loyalty, um, Liam, to, to the club. Now, Callum McGregor could have gone and Brent, Brendan Rodgers would have taken him in a heartbeat. Um, even up until the summer there, he would have taken him in a heartbeat, probably what, what would have been 20 million quid. Um, but Callum McGregor showed that loyalty Celtic has done um, over the past two or three years. When, if he'd really pushed and wanted to rock the boat, um, he could have got, he could have got a move, and it wouldn't have been short of suitors. But he'd been very, very loyal to Celtic, and he's been rewarded because, make no mistake, Liam, as you know, being a Celtic supporter, as Barry knows, sitting next to his, to captain Celtic or to captain Rangers is, is a massive honour. It's something that you shouldn't take lightly, something you shouldn't take for granted. And if you're not up to it, you'll be quickly found out and, and the captaincy will be taken off you. But Callum McGregor, I think he's just given him that that new challenge, Barry, that he's probably needed because he was yeah. stale last season. I mean, the whole club was stale, as we know. But I think it's given him that... And, and they thought, oh, mm. wow. And he's There's gone a, a again. a lot more you know? responsibility yeah. for him um, as he was just a player. But listen, uh, an important player for Celtic. Mm. Now he's got... The difference it makes when you've got that armband on you, you know what I mean? You've got new players coming in, making sure they're settled well, making sure the dress room's a good place to be in, mm. all these sort of things and bonuses. There's a lot of things now you would have took on and probably not had to do that before, but it mm. looks to me uh, if he's just he's took it in his stride um, and his performance is on the pitch. As I say, a lot of people go on, and rightly so, about Jota's, Kyogo... Mm. Rogic, Abada, um, but always say it, listen, Celtic without Callum McGregor, they'll still be a good team, but they'll be weaker. Liam, anything you want to ask Barry and Mark? Um, for, for me, I want to find out your kind of perspective of who, out of all the signings that Andy's made this season, who has been my own that's kind of surprised. I know you've got the likes of Jota and Hattie or making the goals happen. Uh, for me personally, I think Juranovic is one of our biggest signings and very underrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. Kyogo and Turnbull are in the squad for the European Conference League. Yeah, Juranovic, what a, what a game he had uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, what, what a find. Um, mm. 
2 million quid just over mm. 2 million quid well, I know he's a Croatian international to be a Croatian international you need to be a decent player but I'll be honest with you I didn't mm. know too much about yeah. him but uh, he's a buzz bomb mm. he's up and down there um, and also he's a good defender real good defender good going forward all the attributes you, you need mm. to be a, a top fullback um, and that's the difference in, in Sunday when Celtic early kick off going to Fir Park they can leave Juranovic out they can leave Matty O'Reilly out. Mm-hmm. They can leave Jota out. They three started on Wednesday night. They three were key players in, mm-hmm. in Wednesday night. But Juranovic Jura, uh, is... Um, oh, he's a proper player. Mark, can I throw one at you? Barry yeah. just mentioned him. What about Matt O'Reilly? Where did he come from? Yeah. I know the answer, uh, MK Dons, but... Yeah. Incredible. Uh, he, yeah. He, he's been brilliant, you know, just to, to slot in, yeah. um, Paul. And, and again... A million and a half pounds, and you know, by, by Celtic standards, not a lot of money, but but it's money well spent. And um, already he looks as the you know he's he's a key player. He he's quickly grasped what it's about. You know, he's not taking time to, to to settle in. But I think that's just typical of the current set. We look you look at Hitati. So it's clearly when these new signings are getting in, Paul, it's clearly a happy and welcoming environment that they're getting into. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't. You, know, you, you would struggle you know, you've know, you got to feel good off the park so you can take that onto the, the, the park with you but yeah O'Reilly once again as has been the case with just about every Celtic signing under Ange Postecoglou um, an absolute bargain at a million and a half pounds and Liam people did say early on you know the Ange ball in the early days and some people were like yeah wait till they come up against you know Rangers or really well organised defences but Celtic have got a good defensive record I mean it's not perfect people have talked about some of the weaknesses but actually, Liam, you must be really pleased. What do you feel about your manager? To be honest, I think I was in the same position as everybody at the start of the season. We had spent so much time on Eddie Howe when Ange came in, we weren't too sure. A lot of people gave him time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's done a cracking job and I'm so happy that's the man we've got in. I mean, some of the players he's just given the chance to and I mean, you look at some of the players like Ralston, he's came in and he's stride this season. Greg Taylor, what a player he has become this season. Uh, I think that's what it's kind of in the shadow. Um, so I think it can only get better from here. This phrase is we don't hear too often. You know, somebody praising Greg Taylor to that extent, Mark. And he has, he's got everyone at the moment playing so well. They know what their job is. Yeah, Greg Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thought probably, I mean, I just watched the game on the telly, but wasn't there live. But uh, I think probably Greg Taylor's best 90 minutes in a, in a Celtic jersey. And Paul, I know he's had his detractors at Celtic and I kind of felt for him a bit because he's not as good as Kieran Tierney. He was never going to be. And Celtic were never going to replace Kieran Tierney like with likes. Sure. Impossible. That's why he goes for 25 million. So there was always going to be uh, an extra bit of scrutiny on his replacement. But I remember seeing him a number of times with Kilmarnock. I watched Kilmarnock a lot that season under Steve Clark. And I think Greg Taylor was absolutely terrific. Uh, you know, he, He's wiry. He gives 100%. And I think he's grown into the Celtic jersey like many other players last season. Difficult for him just because of the whole circumstances that were going on uh, at the club. But he's clearly responded to, to Ange Postecoglou and he's going well. And on Juranovic as well, we speak about Juranovic, he now is the first time that Celtic have found a replacement for Mikael Lustig. Mm. You think three, four years ago they'd Lustig yeah. on one side, Tierney on the other. They've now replaced him. Celtic have tried about five different right backs. And I know Anthony Ralston had a really good opening three or four months and credit to him for that. But this is the first time 
that Celtic have found a replacement, a proper replacement for Lustig. Liam, thanks for that call. 0808 17 17 700, the Go Radio Football Show. We're going to hear more from Ange Postacoglu. We'll hear a wee bit from uh, Tom Rogic. You don't often hear him. In fact, let's hear it now. This was Tommy Rogic after the, the game. And in fact, it got the headlines today when he said, hey, well, we, we've had... He's saying this, nearly 10 years at the top. Yeah, well, I mean, we've been top of the pile for the last decade. Um, obviously, off the back of last season, it was disappointing, but, um, you know, it's, it's a familiar position for a lot of us, and it's just about keep working hard, head down, focus on the next game, don't get too carried, out, uh, carried away with it. He's that sort of continuity candidate, you almost forget, because he's rejuvenated, but yeah, he was there. It's game on, Barry, isn't it? It's brilliant. Yeah, as I, I watched that interview. Um, <laughs> And uh, it brought a smile to my face. Uh, it was a wee, obviously, a wee dig. But listen, you never hear Rogic speak. Yeah. Um, but listen, one thing about him is he's a proper player. Mm-hmm. He, um, for the size of him, with the ability in that left peg he has, um, top level mm-hmm. operator. Um, and again, I was going back a couple of years ago or three years ago, four years ago, the guy can never play 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he looks fit as a fiddle to me um, I, I spoke to Oz about it and I was like has he got a problem he's like, has he got an injury problem or is a fitness problem or whatever and Oz says it was nothing to do with his fitness that's one of the things about him he's really yeah. he is a really fit guy but yeah he can do th- some things with a ball that um, some other footballers can't was it a wee bit of a dig I thought he was just saying about the nine in a row no, you know and Rangers got the win yeah, I yeah, didn't mean yeah. it that way Paul no no yeah. No, I wasn't sure Yeah, <laughs> but if I'm a Rangers uh, player, I'm looking at it and think, all right, no problem. Of course, game on. It's game on. Game on yeah, that's what you want. And that's what we want. want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't been funny either. I thought it. maybe I missed yeah, something there. As long yeah. as long as it's respectful <laughs> and exactly. there's a wee yeah, dick yeah. here and there that, that gets a goal. That's what you need. Bring yeah. it on. Bring that wee extra bit edge. But just on Tom Rogers, probably yeah. th- I think what 18 months ago, he was possibly getting sold for two million quid. Mm. Was it Saudi Arabia or Qatar? When you think about it. And look what he's brought under Ange Postecoglou. So, uh, Rogic and Ange Postecoglou and the Celtic supporters will be delighted that that move fell through. And Rangers fans will like this. Here's a bit more from Scott Arfield and how Rangers reacted to the other night. Well, it felt good. It felt good to get back to winning ways. Obviously, after Wednesday night, we needed the reaction. I think we've done that. The fans asked for it. Um, we felt as players that's obviously what we needed to do. And a lot of goals coming our way, and it was a it was a good day for us. More on that next. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! go, 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 go. Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Monday night, Barry Ferguson, the former Rangers and Scotland captain, Mark Guidi and myself, Paul Cooney. And the news today that Scotland, Mark, are in along with England and Wales and Ireland. Um aiming to get the Euros 2028. What do you make? Uh, I think they're going to get it, Paul. Uh, you know, there, there was a bid, uh, or they were interested in putting a bid in for the 2030 yeah. World Cup. So um, is this a deal that's been done? I think so. Oh, good. Yeah, I think there's been something something cut that they've been given encouragement to pull away from 2030. But no, I know it's FIFA and UEFA. Sure. Um, but um, I, I'd be very surprised now if, if we're not part of the the hosting for the, the 2028 Euros. Let's do this bit again then. Breaking news, Mark Guidi. Mark knows everything that's going on in the game. Mark, you've got news on the Euros. That's <laughs> yes, great. Paul. Yes. <laughs> what was the question again? Yeah, I, don't I think... Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I, I think... Yeah, I think we're, we're... I think we're very, very close. Yeah, I, mean, I think it'd be great. I mean, you look at the buzz that we had um, mm-hmm. uh, last summer. Yeah. Uh, it was brilliant. We, we, we hosted uh, three games and obviously Scotland being there. 
But um, that would be a bit special, the, the home nations in, uh, in Ireland as well. Absolutely brilliant. And we'll be there, of course, at the Radisson Red for the game with Ukraine yeah. in March. Yeah. More about that coming soon. Barry, the boogie bus. It means you won't have to go too far, but Qatar, we hope to get there, don't we? Big yeah, time. I, I think yeah. they will get there. Um, I'm confident in this group of players and, and the manager and the coaching staff that we've got enough. Um, look, Ukraine have got good players, but so have we. We've got players playing at top clubs uh, and for me, I think we'll, we'll beat Ukraine and whoever, is it Wales or Austria? Yeah, isn't yeah. It? Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't fear me. Um, I'm quietly confident. I'm not overconfident but I, I believe in this group of players and I just think um, they're on a roll and every time you, you listen to them when they're doing interviews, they just fill me with confidence. So, I think we'll do it. Okay. We'll talk more about the Euros maybe coming to these islands in 2028. Uh, GVB was uh, feeling, I think, more confident about the title race to defend it, to make it two in a row after the five-goal victory over Hearts yesterday. Well, the key is to um, to keep performing uh, game in, game out. And um, that's, the, I think, the key to... Um, to uh, to win the games we, we play and you know, especially the way we want to play and uh, if we keep uh, this energy and this determination every game you know we're gonna have a good chance but uh, you know just you know make sure we we uh, we keep winning game after game we're happy with the performance now and then of course the three points because it, that's vital at the moment we work hard to uh, be ready on Wednesday Scott's on the line a Rangers fan good evening Scott evening Mike how you doing are you feeling as confident as your manager there, more more confident after yesterday. Well, I'm feeling a hell, I'm feeling a lot better than I did after Wednesday. I'll tell you that much. Wouldn't but be. Uh, yesterday, yep. yesterday was a uh, great performance. Exactly what we needed in terms of reaction and performance. Mm. What do you want to say to Barry and to Mark? I just want to speak. I think yesterday, maybe not yesterday, but certainly last couple of games, we saw the slight decline of Alan McGregor. And I, personally, I think this would be the last season. I've seen his link with Xander Clark, who I think is a good, fine keeper. But is Xander Clark a much better option than John McLaughlin, who's already there? I don't know about the Rangers' goalkeeping position. I think McLaughlin's a good enough number one to take over. don't know what you guys think. Good question. Barry, first of all, are we seeing a slight decline in your great friend? Just, I, been... I just think it's highlighted with the mistakes he, he made um, yeah. up at Ross County. Now, I can count in one hand how many mistakes he's made over the, the years look he's not getting any younger I know that he's 40 but he's still in good condition after the mistakes you sh- you've seen what type of character he is mm. you've seen the performance he had against Celtic because um, it would have been 6-0 yep it could have been 6-7 yep. without Alan McGregor um, look he's not getting any younger but I still think he's he's a a top keeper and Listen, it'll be up to Alan. He has had injuries in the past. He had a back problem three or four years ago. I know that's the reason why he stopped playing international football. But if he feels he's up for it, um, he'll continue for another season. Look, John McLaughlin, I think he's a really good backup keeper. I really like him. Xander Clark's another goalkeeper who, for me, um, St. Johnson had a poor season, but Xander's still performing at a, a high level. But for me, Alan McGregor, yeah, I would like to see him stay, but listen... He's old enough to make his, his own mm. mind up and it'll be interesting to see what he does. But I still think there's football left in Alan McGregor. Scott, what would you say? Your Rangers daft. You've loved Alan McGregor, I know it. Is Barry convincing you? 
I think it was more. I personally, I've, I've got the unpopular opinion. I think he could have done better with setting goal at Celtic Park. I think I don't think a keeper can you beat his near post and obviously him drop the ball and Ross County. Obviously, he, as Barry said, you can count one hand the mistakes McGregor's made. Yeah. But the fact I think he's made two mistakes. He's made a handful of mistakes in the last two or three games. I think that's what I see about the decline and the fact that at the start of the season Gerard was swapping McLaughlin and McGregor about mm-hmm. that also showed to me that I thought McGregor this will be McGregor's last season so Gio hasn't done that as much Mark you were a keeper what do you uh, observe well, I, th- I think first of all it'll be up to Alan McGregor if Alan McGregor wants to play on Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and Rangers we'll, we'll give him a contract um, Scott there's absolutely no doubt about that and he'll deserve it um, obviously at Ross County he had a couple of shockers you know, you just, you, he won't argue with that he'll know it himself on Wednesday night at Celtic Park I take your point about the second goal it was a brilliant finish from Hitati but yes I think Alan McGregor when he reflects on that I don't see he'd be blame it wasn't he a shocker but I think he would be disappointed with himself such are his, uh, his high standards um, I hope he plays on for at least another year I think it's I don't know I think it's probably 50-50 mm-hmm. what he'll decide to do at this moment in time but um, um, one thing you'll need to prepare yourself for Scott as if he does go and, and calls it a day and retires, just like I mentioned four or five minutes ago about, about Kieran Tierney, and he, you won't be replacing light with like. The standards that Alan McGregor has set over a number of years and continues to set, um, you're not going to get an upgrade in Alan McGregor. With the greatest of respect to whoever fills the jersey, you will not be getting an upgrade in Alan McGregor, so you need to be uh, prepared for that. Um, and yes, John McGoughlin's very good. I like John McGoughlin. Xander Clark would be more than able to go and play for Rangers, um, absolutely. But if you're asking me right now, I think Alan McGregor will go one more year. I, th- I think he'll go one more year. Is Robbie McCrory still in the equation for Rangers or is the fact that John McLaughlin got a new contract last week, is that a sign yeah, that he he's is? one for the future, yeah. Robbie. Probably the best thing for Robbie is to go out and play again yeah. somewhere else. Um, but listen, see if Alan McGregor doesn't think he can do the rigours of training every day. Mm-hmm. He's got such high demands. He'll make the call. If he doesn't think he'll be able to he play at the levels that he expects from himself, he won't do it. But for me, I still think he's got so much quality. And Mark, you're bang on what you say. If he does decide to hang his gloves up, then what a, what a big job it is to replace him. Yeah. Look, John McLaughlin, good keeper. Xander Clark, good keeper. Mm. Alan McGregor, Top class yeah. goalkeeper. You're talking up there with the best. He's the best since Andy Gorham, isn't he? Yep. So it's once in a generation. Yeah. It's a yeah, long time. Like, like you're not. You're, you're just not going to get. You're not going to get better than Alan McGregor. That's the bottom line. You know, Rangers and not going to get the money to get better. Though. And I think as well, he trains the way he plays. Mm-hmm. He's see as a teammate. He's a he's a winner. He's somebody you want in the trenches with you as well. I can imagine. I know what he's like in a dressing room because I've been in dressing room. Yeah. room quite a number of times I can imagine what it was like on Wednesday night a few home truths he, he would have been he'd be one of the ones that would have been um, saying uh, things some things but he's got such high standards and high demands um, I hope he does play on I still think he's got a bit of playing time left Scott looking at your squad against Celtic now what do you think is your squad strong enough to retain the title yeah I think it is I think and we saw it last season and I think the squad's even we saw our bench 
think your squad's only as good as your bench, in my opinion. Sure. And yesterday's bench was... Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have any complaints of any of the players on the bench started yesterday. McLaughlin, Barisic, yeah. Davis, Ramsey, Kamara, Sands, Diallo, Roof and Fashion Sakala. Yep. Yeah, if any of them starts, I don't, I don't think anyone can complain. And that just shows how the strength of our squad. And I think the fact, to be honest, if, to be honest I don't see us getting past Dortmund. I think we have a miracle if we get past Dortmund. So if we get put out by Dortmund in the, over the next couple of weeks, and I, I see Celtic going far in this Conference League as well. So that's also a big thing for us. We won't have, we won't play on Thursday Sunday if we well, get if we don't get past mm-hmm. Dortmund. But I don't think we will. Actually, we haven't mentioned that for ages. Look, I'll give you the Celtic bench. It's not often you say who are the two benches. Celtic last night were or yesterday lunchtime: Bain, Beaton, McCarthy, Jota, Johnson, O'Reilly, Forrest, Welsh, and Juranovic. Mm. Celtic a strong squad as well, and obviously the the teams that play. That is a good point, Mark, isn't it? About the appetite for European football. Mm-hmm. Rangers fans want to win the league. Celtic fans desperate to win the league too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that that is a good um, point. Um, it's it's difficult to see Rangers beating Borussia Dortmund. For me, it really depends on what Borussia Dortmund turns up and what kind of team that they've played in this contest. But I'm sure they'll want to go and win the the, the Europa League. So yeah, I think the odds are stacked against Rangers getting through um, in that tie. Although Rangers do have a good European record, so you'd never rule them out. Uh, whereas Celtic against uh, Bodo of, of um, is it Norway? Um, then yeah, you'd probably fancy Celtic to beat Bodo, even though Bodo w- w- had impressive results in Europe in the first half of the season. I think they have sold two or three of their, of their better players. So I would agree. I think Rangers may well go out and Celtic could go through. And in terms of the league domestically, um, yeah, that, that would, I would think, would give Rangers a, a very, very kind of slight advantage or, or make it certainly a more comfortable um, running because you're just absolutely yeah. focused on the, on the league games. Dortmund lost, what, 5-2 yesterday, didn't they? Yeah, I've seen the height yeah. of Leverkusen. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You see, see everything. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, quite, <laughs> I, I like football. Paul, number one, you know? number one. Well, like somebody's yep. out gallivant like yourself. <laughs> I was on here five hours of uh, award-winning broadcasting. Was that radio short, Brady? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, no, it's awesome, then. What's that? <laughs> exactly, Barry. What about that? That's a that's a great question being posed. I mean, I think we know the answer. But the fans would rather win the league than yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But listen, Euro- European football is great. Mm. Um, it's great to be involved in it certainly after Christmas but listen if you ask anybody who's involved with both Celtic and Rangers you're bread and butter to the league mm-hmm. yep. that's what you want to win that's particularly that, this season yep especially with the 35 40 million pound which is um, on offer whoever wins it it's, 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 uh, that money is an absolute game changer yeah, it's a game changer it's, game changer it's on the board 40 yep. million that's just the bonus in the programme we get these ratings <laughs> up which we are thanks to everyone on YouTube we're over 2 million and uh, last week alone we had a quarter of a million hits for some of the content after the, the old firm game the other night so thanks to everyone uh, tuning in Scott two quick questions for you okay uh, Morellas sure. is that him back to his best and will he keep it up yes and yes I think Morellas I think we saw the, we saw, we saw the difference Morellas yesterday and Aaron Ramsey, is he going to do it for you? I don't see why. I, I don't see why he can't. You see, every even if doesn't even if he doesn't play for Juve, comes in for Wales and top class. So even for Juve, been under Pirlo last season, Pirlo was a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, get Pirlo's seal of approval. That can only be a good thing. Scott, thanks very much for calling in to the Go Radio Football Show. 
I said earlier, it's brilliant. Some people think, oh, what's that you're saying? It is. We're talking about Aaron Ramsey. And if he comes alight, Barry, this will be... Um... Yeah, I, I think some of the players yeah. on show at both the old firm teams um, are top-level players. Mm. We've been talking about... Um, you're talking about Aaron Ramsey, Morelos, when he's on that type of form, Ryan Jack coming back, and then you're talking about Callum McGregor, Rogic, Hitati, um, Jota. You can, you can go on. Um, there's... A good buzz in there, isn't there, there? There is. There's, there's, there's real, real yeah. good quality. And, and see, watching both games yesterday, I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the, the, the side, of, the dirty side, mm-hmm. the working hard, but also the quality on the ball. Um, we've got some real good footballers up here playing now. That's the first hour. Did Barry Ferguson say there's a buzz about the place? <laughs> that was an old Paul McStay thing. He used to say there's a buzz about the place. Barry's got his own thing. He's uh, on form tonight. That's it. That's the first hour. News next and then we're back. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, Many buses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options, and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! Football all the way every evening, Monday to Friday, here with the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. And it will continue tonight, tomorrow right throughout the week and on Wednesday night Barry when you're back in we'll be getting ready for St Mirren St Johnson and it's the Paisley Saints who are on the up and up what about Jim Goodwin the job he's doing yeah uh, I seen an interview with Jim yeah. Goodwin about three or four weeks ago and he says they need to turn the, the draws into wins mm-hmm. and recently he's, he's had some cracking results and what a result that is going to Easter Road everybody expected I think Hibs to win but Jim Goodwin um, again doing a fantastic um, job at St Mern uh, and don't be surprised if they, they continue the form against St Johnson on Wednesday night looking at the West of Scotland teams Mark Motherwell yeah. will be at Dundee United it's a massive game for them because Dundee United have been on the slide but they're still top six yeah I watched Dundee United on Saturday they, they, they were okay um, but just to touch on St Mern mm. 10 points out of 12 for Jim Goodman since, the, you know, since mm. the winter break it's, it's brilliant form absolutely brilliant um, for him. I think he's, he's recruited well he's getting the best out of his, his players um, but yeah Motherwell you know, will want to start getting going again I think it's a good opportunity for him to go and get something uh, against him United and, and I don't know if you'll touch on it Paul but I think you've got to say I, I'd like to give a mention to Malky Mackay for the job that he's doing at, at Ross County and you know he pretty much had to go and build a, a team it took him a while a lot of uh, individual errors early in the season that were costly but the way he's got Ross County playing Nice football, attacking, expressing themselves. I think it's a credit to, to Malky and Ross County. We all know the circumstances that went on a number of years ago. I think Ross County very lucky to have Malky in charge. And Reagan Charles Cook, top scorer, yeah, Barry. I was just about to well, say that. He's in the form of his life hmm? just now. And again, when, when I've seen Ross County, he stood out like a, a sore thumb. Uh, and I'm sure there's a few clubs certainly higher up the league end of the season yep. he's, he's yeah. up, at the, up in the summer uh, and he'll be a good free 
transfer um, no doubt about it he's, he's shown a different side to his game look he's, he's always had the pace and the trickery but he's adding goals now I don't know how many mm. goals is that 13 or 14 mm. goals this season yeah. something like that so yeah. yep he's in fine form but so are so are Ross County um, they were struggling in terms of results at the start of the season but the games that I've seen I was actually impressed with them the way they were playing they were just conceding some sloppy um, goals some in, individual errors um, but they've they've shook it up Malky shook it up there and again going to Dundee albeit Dundee are, are struggling but still to go to Dundee and, and get three points is a great result for Ross County but here in Glasgow's own Go Radio all roads lead to Emerson Drive or to Kerrydale Street because we're bringing it back to Aberdeen what's going on there they play Celtic on Wednesday night Stephen Glass um they're in a it, it looks one. as though he's back in the slippery slope. Yeah. The Aberdeen punters have turned on him again. You know, it looks as though he started to turn the corner in about November, December time, but now since back after the the winter break, um, it's just not been, six, yeah, it's just not yep. been good enough, Paul. Let, let, let's be honest. Um, whether you're an Aberdeen supporter or not, when you assess the situation there, when you assess, to be fair to Dave Cormack, the chairman, he's backed Stephen Class to some tune. And listen, I think it was time for a change anyway. I think. Derek McInnes needed a change for for his own career. Um, anyway, but it just shows you sometimes better the devil you know and be careful what you wish for. Um, but um, yeah, Stephen Glass needs to start winning games. Yesterday, for the first time with the Davy Proven and Craig Moore, we were talking about is he on a sugarly peg? We hate to say that about managers, Barry, but out of the top six now in Aberdeen, they do see themselves as the third force in Scotland. Yeah, and I, I look at the squad, and the squad is definitely good enough and my opinion to finish um, yeah. or challenge Hearts for the uh, yeah. for third place yeah. so yeah di- disappointing results away to St Murn and away to Livingston look they're no easy places to go but still with the quality that you've got you've got to be picking up um, at least taking a point when you're not playing well uh, but they're, they're suffering some yeah. bad results I've seen Ross McCrory's interview as well mm-hmm. when he's like that but, but fair play to Ross uh, McCrory Players have got to take responsibility. Mm. I know the manager, it falls on the manager, but also the players um, and the quality they've got there because they've got good players, sure. Aberdeen. Mm, yep. So they should be further up the league. But 2-1 at Livy. And of course, we mentioned St Mirren, but uh, Sean Maloney, another defeat. They lost 1-0 at the weekend and they play Rangers. They come to Glasgow on Wednesday. Are you, um, I wonder what they're thinking about there. They, they get rid of Jack Ross very quickly. I thought, I, I, I've still got the same opinion. But what happened with Jack Ross? I, I know it was something, was it three points or four points yeah. out of 27? Mm-hmm. But I still thought he deserved a bit longer for the job he'd done there. But they made a decision. Um, Sean's come in, he's had a few tough results and he's going to mm-hmm. Ibrox on, on Wednesday night. I think that could be a long night for Hibs, if I'm being honest with you. I think if Rangers start at the same tempo, um, I think it can, could be a similar scoreline. We'll talk about it in a second or two. A Rangers fan coming on. Mark, it's quite cruel, wasn't it? Why didn't they allow the manager, Jack Ross, to do the cup final? Even if they said, right, okay, the league thing, we've kind of lost it. Why didn't they let him stay for 10 days? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll repeat for, for Jack Ross and Hibs what I just said about Derek McInnes and Aberdeen. Be careful what you wish for. Mm. Uh, and that's nothing against Sean Maloney. It's his first job, young manager. I think he's, he, you know, when he was on sports and was doing his stuff, I thought he analysed games very well. I thought he educated the viewer with his tactical analysis which is which is what you should always try and do um, you know I think you know sometimes his, his post-match interviews I wouldn't 
necessarily agrees mm. it's something you think oh, you've been watching a different game um, Sean but to go back to Jack Ross um, I wonder if Hibs didn't they want to give him the cup final in case he won it in case their mind was I mean, already yeah. weighed up that, mm. that, that, that they wanted um, to get rid of him because um, I think the new owner in, inherited um, Jack Ross Ron Gordon the American um, fella. but yeah anyway so, it was very very unfair it was a Mourinho he job. should have been allowed to, yeah. to, to lead Hibs out in that, in that cup final I mean, you think you know he beat Rangers in the semi-final getting to another cup final Jack Ross yeah it started to slip um, in the league but he deserved it and um, it's now up to Sean Maloney I think confidence will be low they're a little bit fragile just now um, Hibs but Sean Maloney will be looking for a turning point as quickly as possible and, and Wednesday night might be that opportunity but the way Rangers played yesterday you would fancy Rangers comfortably to take the three points Taylor is on the line a Rangers fan hi Taylor I guess you'll be thinking yep not Wednesday night you'll be up for this after the performance yesterday yeah well I think at Rangers you've always got to be up for the big games mm -hmm. but I thought we responded really well yesterday thought we showed a lot more energy a lot more fight I know a lot of Rangers fans weren't happy with Lundstrom in the start of him, but I think he's the perfect setting midfielder were you up for it? Was yeah. your team sorry? Was your team up for it? Because you're absolutely right. Rangers would always be up for it. Were they up for it last Wednesday night? Absolutely not. But I think that goes down to the manager. I think we set hey. up completely wrong on Wednesday night. And I think I'm not. I try not to be too reactionary. Sometimes managers mm -hmm. just get it wrong. So I think you've got to take the blips with the good. And, and, and but I what, thought we responded really well. Sorry, Tail, just to pick you up on last Wednesday. In what way? Did you feel the manager didn't set up correctly? Well, I think when you look at the first 30 seconds, we always, in most games, we try and hit it long and get ourselves up the pitch. And last last Wednesday, we hit it short and we just retracted well into our own box, essentially. It was what teams usually do when they come to Ibox. We've done it at Celtic Park, and I think that's a completely wrong way to combat their style of football, which is heavy metal, high press. They go at you solid for 30 minutes. You barely get a sniff of the ball but I think you've got to try press them at their own game and not let them run all over the top of you Barry do you agree? Yeah I don't think you'll see Gio making the same tactics up when they come up against um, Celtic at Ibrox um, look, I, I, there's different ways of playing against Celtic I get what Gio was wanting to set off and try and hit him on the counter attack but when Celtic come into your half you have to get close to them Rangers didn't do that um, it's pretty obvious what Rangers do they, they feel, uh, sorry Celtic do when the two centre backs get the ball the two full backs come in and they leave a the space for the two wide, uh, wide players and now when Jota and Abada got the ball their full backs were 10-15 yards off them as soon as they're on the first touch we had to go and close them down we didn't do, do that and um, they caused us all sorts of problems uh, we just didn't compete and that's what you've got to do in an old firm game You've got to compete and get close to them. But we didn't do that. And when you give good players space and time, they're going to hurt you. And that's what Rangers done. So I don't think they'll be doing that again against Celtic. There's a real honesty about it. People are saying, yeah, it, Rangers just got it completely wrong. And Taylor, it can't happen again. Oh, definitely not. Especially with them being one point ahead. I think with 13 games to go, you've got to try and win every single one. Because yep. truth be told, I don't see Celtic dropping many points. I think they've got a real momentum now. I think when you oh. beat your rivals in such a dominating fashion, I think even in the second half, yeah, we had more of the ball, but we've really done absolutely nothing. I think they'll take that. A lot of confidence going through the full game, and I don't see them drawing points until Ibrox.
until Ibrooks, right? Which is the because <laughs> Barry's just sitting waiting to see. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, agree with you. Yeah. After watching Celtic, certainly the last two games, to me, the look of they're so so high in confidence. Mm-hmm. It looks to me if they're not going to drop points. So the main thing for Rangers is that they don't drop points, and that's what makes it exciting for me. I think Rangers know that. I think they're they're in top form just now, Celtic. Um, but the most important thing I'll go back to it was the reaction that Rangers showed. That's all the Rangers fans wanted to see how they were going to respond to the game um, in yesterday afternoon, and that's the kind of reaction you want I thought it was high energy they came out the traps they put pressure on hearts and if Rangers play like that I think they've got every chance of winning all the games up until the old firm game on April when is it? April 3rd I think April 3rd, 3rd. 3rd. Yeah, yep. April. and yep. also as well I think when you look at it it could well and Barry's been involved in one when your team Rangers won the title by a goal Mm-hmm. in 2003 yeah. goal difference might come into this so when you look at Celtic getting four mm-hmm. then Rangers going getting um, five uh, yesterday it could be yeah. it's, it's yep, unlikely but it could be mm-hmm. as tight as that could we talked about that yesterday Taylor what do you want to ask Mark and Barry who would you start in the Rangers midfield would you continue with the Lundstrom Jack partnership a little bit more fight a little bit more brutality in terms of duels or would you go mm-hmm. back to the Kamara I'll be honest. I'll be honest, Taylor. I was I was happy for Lundstrom yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't like seeing players come up and listen. He, he's took a bit of time to settle. I, I do think there's a real good player in there, and I thought his performance. I thought I thought as the game went on, he grew into it. But I think that also helped him with Ryan Jack being beside him. I think um, I think two of them complemented uh, each other really well. Um, so listen, I think it's there. Taylor, if I'm being honest, it's their position to lose now. I thought the two of them were really good with Aribo just in front. Um, he didn't have... He, he, yeah. The last couple of games, he's not mm. been at the level since he's come back from the, the AFCON. Mm. Um, it might be the travelling or whatever. Um, and Rangers need to get him back to, to some sort of... or the same sort of form he was before he left. But I was really happy for Lundstrom. I thought he was really good yesterday. And as I said, Ryan Jack... The guy's been out for just under a year. I know he came back a, a month or so ago and he had maybe 20 minutes here or there. Yeah. But Ryan Jack is such an important player for Rangers. Bit of dig. It's a good question. And Kamara came on, scored a great goal. Yeah, you know you know what you're going to get from Kamara. You know what you're going to get from, from Ryan Jack. I th- for me, if, if he stays fit, and I agree with Barry, he's, he's just got to be managed day to day. And if that means he's, he's maybe only training once or twice a week to keep him ready, there'll be a lot of midweek games anyway. Um, so yeah, just... Yeah, you do wrap uh, Ryan Jack and, and Cockmill and I don't, but you probably just leave it up to him when he goes in the morning. How are you feeling? You get out with the boys, you get in for the massage or whatever it's going to be. You let him dictate because he'll, he'll look after himself and he's fit. I mean, the, the, one of the key things that we don't know is what kind of impact Aaron Ramsey's going to make. That's an unknown yeah. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Now, we know when Morelos is on form, he's a match winner. Mm-hmm. When Kent's on form, he can do it. When McGregor's on form, he'll get a clean sheet. We, do, we, we just don't know about Ramsey and that's the intriguing thing about it because if Ramsey's on it and he's in that team that could win Rangers the league mm-hmm. if Aaron Ramsey's on it it could so Aaron Ramsey for me that's a big question we know all about Celtic's new signings now we know what they can do we know they're more than able but with Aaron Ramsey he is a top draw player 
But what is he going red? What is he going? What sorry? What is he ready to go and do mm. for Rangers? Taylor, it could be. Well, it's probably he's going to be in the bench at least on Wednesday night. Could it be the starts? You know, the Juventus star from Atalanta to Annan Athletic, five thirty <laughs> at the weekend. Annan versus Rangers. Oh, I it, about that. He'll know all about it, won't yeah, he? Yeah, four hundred grand a, a week here. You're welcome to Annan. You've been for a, a, a shock, the, the size of the stadium. Nice wee place, Anne, and oh, they always you buy the time you feel it. welcome. Yeah. When, when are you, they? Yeah, yeah, they do. I've got to say that. The the board or the committee down there always um, look after mm. you. Um, but I think he'll be in for a he'll be in for a shock when he goes down down to Annan. Um and normally when you go down to Annan, it's raining and windy. Uh, <laughs> but it'll be interesting, I agree. Like Aaron Ramsey, top quality player. It's just Where's he going to play? You know what I mean? You, you look at that, that area of the pitch, um, are you going to get him up up to full speed? Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see. Um, but listen, he is, he's a game changer, Aaron Ramsey. He's, he's a top quality player. Uh, and I just think over the next week or so, you'll see him getting a bit more game time, a bit more game time. I'm sure they're working him really hard in training to get him up to, up to speed. Um, but look, if you get him up to speed, he is, he's a match winner. Here's the manager speaking about the second half. Rangers winning 5-0 yesterday. Yeah, of course. You know, they. Um, it's always uh, important to uh, to get the first goal. And, uh, of course, you want the second goal to uh, to uh, relieve the pressure a little bit. But, uh, you know, at the moment, especially the second half, the beginning, we were, um, you know, giving some chances away. But, you know, we stuck in and, and make sure we overcome those moments. And... Uh, Picked it up afterwards and scored some some good goals. And Tillip, uh, yeah, so, I liked that bit with Giovanni. We hear the Dutch we get stuck in. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's good. I like you heard the voice bit. raised, didn't you? And, yeah. You know, after the game yeah. on Wednesday night, he was not a happy hombre. Yeah, because he never got yeah. got stuck in. Sure, um, it's an old phrase that, but that, mm. that's for me. That's what football's all about. You go back to the interview you played with Scotty Arfield. Mm. That's what he says, um, and that's what you've got to do first and foremost. You've got to get close and got to run about and work hard. And then after that, the game settles down. You can start to play your football. You love that interview. It's like Barry's greatest hits. Let's hear, hear again from Scott Arfield. You can win football games in different ways, but firstly, you need to you need to run about, you need to tackle, you need to earn your right. I know everybody says it's such a cliche, but my God, it's true in football that that's what you need to do. And once you do that, you can settle down. Um, we've got players at this this football club that can put the ball in the back of the net and we've done five times today. Could have done it a, a wee bit more, but what a reaction for us we go again. Mark. I like that you've yeah. got to run about and settle down that's it exactly <laughs> brilliant good on him um, that's what Rangers on. fans want to yeah. hear yeah. Rangers Taylor. fans needed to hear that mm-hmm. after uh, what happened I'm last all week. over the top of that interview I love that brilliant Taylor happy yeah well I'm a big fan of Scott Arthur. I think he yeah. understands the club a lot more than some give him credit for and I think whenever you need him to perform he always gives you exactly what you need Everything. I don't think I've seen him have a bad game no. apart from that Wednesday night and even then I thought he was one of a few players you could see was at least trying Taylor thanks a million for calling The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda Toyota Ford Seat and more Let's go, go, go. Go Radio Football Show, the Monday night edition. It's going to be a big week of football. How things change in England, Mark. For example, uh, Brendan Rodgers, the headlines today, they're all saying what's happened. They didn't just lose in the cup, but they lost, what, 4-1 to Nottingham Forest. Um, Leicester, the cup holders. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that was... A, and 
you look at Leicester's team, Paul, it was a strong yeah. starting yeah. lineup. They'd left out Casper Michael, but uh, Danny Ward's a, a, an able uh, replacement, 10, 12 million quid goalkeeper. Um, he was brilliant when he played up here for Aberdeen. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was really surprised um, at that credit, though, because he is a really good coach. Mm. And I mentioned him before, he should have been, a, well, I thought he should have been a contender for the Celtic job in the summer, was Steve Cooper, um, who worked very well mm. um, at Swansea, in demand, young coach, knows his stuff. And we look at what he inherited from, from Chris Hewton at Nottingham Forest mm-hmm. to, to what he's he's um, he's turned it out. Yeah, very, very good. Barry, that's football though. Football management, isn't it? It just it can turn so quickly. Uh, Brendan Rodgers yeah. wasn't happy after the game. No. What was he said? What did he say? Yeah, in the just uh, listen. He's, he just says it wasn't good enough, and he he was having a right pop at the players, which I don't mind sometimes. Mm. I, I think players are are um, sh- shielded too much sometimes. Listen, yep, yeah. yeah, it's on the manager. He picks the team, mm. right? But when the players cross that white line, it's up to them individually and collectively. Um, so no, he, he was just he wasn't holding back. You could mm. tell he was absolute fuming. Normally he's cool, calm, and collected, yeah. Brendan Rodgers, but. Never looked happy at all. Regan, maybe that's a good thing. They need to see that there. He's got that bit of bite in those Nashers. Definitely, Paul. It was interesting to see Brendan Rodgers at Celtic Park on last Saturday evening. So hopefully he's not taking a Celtic player. But yeah, obviously Brendan's got a very difficult job at Leicester. Yep. Because because of the expectation, because they were so close to getting to the, the Champions League in the last, the, the last couple of years, but I think uh, I think for Brendan, it's a, it's a difficult one, because in terms of Brendan, he's not going to really do, do well when he's got a team for a team Guardiola, Jürgen Klopp. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many good teams there, Paul. Um, well, they're superpowers, aren't they? But uh, yeah, I heard Brendan Rodgers is looking at Juranovic, McGregor, Jota, Abadan, <laughs> Kyogo. So, listen, no, for hopefully this, he takes them. Right, for the sun and the record, that's not true. Barry is at the wind up here. Um, I mean, that is the thing. He took them so close, and they, they just missed out two years running the Champions League. But it's Leicester, and I know they've spent how much was it, 100 million on the training centre. But at the end of the day, it's Leicester. It's not Liverpool. Yeah. You know, it's not Man City, it's not an Arsenal or Tottenham. You just wonder if he should have gone a few months ago, but there we are. Um, and he didn't sign a player last month, as he, no, as he yeah. pointed out. And what was that? Sometimes, about? well, sometimes yeah. you can read the signs, Paul. When you, you, you put, and I'm not saying this applies to Brendan, but in general terms, that you think is there an exit strategy starting to to, to work its uh, its way? And you know, listen, the, these things are all. Mm. Carefully planned, but you know, particularly okay. down the road, you know, because you know, when, when and I, you know, any magic is in, um, they'll say now that the most important thing is know what you know what you're getting when you start. It's what you can get when you're leaving, of course, because right. it's got you know yourself. It will come to an end pretty you know, quickly. It's three years, isn't it? Yeah. When uh, three years he, next uh, month, three years this month, this month because we're now February, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But they've shipped fifty-three goals. I think this season. Mm. The, one of the worst records anyway, but he's still a top manager well, that's one thing listen, hey. and, and I think he will end up at, at a Man City or yeah. a Man United or a Chelsea within the next two or three years oh, no, so maybe or whatever yeah, yeah for sure uh, Regan what's in your mind what's your question for Barry and Mark I'm just uh, very disappointed Paul with Sky Sports we've got a, a very good league this week we've got Rangers against uh, Sean Maloney and then we've got Stephen Glass against Anne Sports and and don't want those games on TV. Is it not on? Neither of them. No. 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 I, I thought. 
Yeah. I thought yesterday was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Having the yeah, two uh, games. Super I, Sunday. Yep, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that. Celtic, uh, mm. Muddle Celtic, and obviously Rangers and Hearts. Um, I'm surprised that, I mean, they're two brilliant yeah. fixtures as well for me. Rangers yeah. against Hibs and Aberdeen. I mean, Aberdeen I thought the Celtic, would have been yeah. on. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. I mean, Reagan, you are spot on with that. <laughs> the game should be on. But Barry, what we you know we talked about it yesterday. There's not enough ambition. There's not enough money coming into the game. We talked about VAR. They should get it. We'll have to get it. Get it sponsored. Uh, get the thing with sense sorted out. Get that sorted with Rangers. But at the same terms of the, the quality, get more the money. Player, but I, sp- yeah. I spoke about it earlier on. I think there's real good quality up here. Of course, yeah. And um, we don't do enough. Uh, we we don't hype it up enough for me. Um, as I said, see that double header yesterday. I thought there was some brilliant stuff. Albeit real hard work and whatever, but there was genuine good quality, good football, good goals, um, and good all round play for me. So, yeah, it's disappointing. If you look at the fixtures on Wednesday night and none of them are on the, the TV, that is disappointing. Regan, um, you would hear Taylor a few moments ago, a Rangers fan, and he said Celtic are not yeah, going to drop ball, yeah. any points. Barry nearly fell off the stool there <laughs> until he said, till the game with Rangers. And uh, I know you would buy that, wouldn't you? What what about uh, the way it's going for you? Yeah, Paul, definitely. Is, but I think that other people definitely do. they'll be up for it on Wednesday, you know, mm. uh, because Stephen Glass, what, what you spoke about yesterday, Paul McCree, McCree Muir, I think Stephen Glass is on a shaky peg. So I think they'll, they'll be willing to top, uh, try to do well for him. Mm. And obviously, you've got some ex Rangers players added into the bonus for Albertino Al- 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 Wednesday night. So, no, I think that Albertino will probably give. It'll be a very good game. I think it could be a, I think it could be a two-one Celtic. Two-one Celtic. And what about Hibs? Which Hibs side will turn up? Because when they came to Glasgow just a couple of months ago in the League Cup semi-final, well, we know what happened. Does that still yeah. exist? That team? I know no Martin uh, Boyle. Yeah, Paul, I think it's a difficult one because uh, I think I think the way the Rangers went yesterday, I think it could be a a, a bit of a battering for Hibs. But I think I think Sean only shown that he likes to play football in a very good way but like uh, Mark and Barry always say it's about, it's about picking up the, the three points at, at the end of the day I mean the Rad fans won't be uh, obviously they want to play some, uh, brilliant, some brilliant football but the most important thing is to get the, the three points on the board Sure is. Reagan, thanks very much for calling us on the Go Radio Football Show. Here's your manager speaking about, uh, well, the focus, and it is, he says, game at a time. Not really, because it's just... Well, but he was asked, um, I think, in the position at the top of the table. He always comes back with a direct answer at the beginning. Not really, because it's just not in my control. I mean, for me, what's most important is what I see from our team, and that's always going to be the driving force because they're the things we can control, and and, and you know, our our course will be charted by what we do. And um, you know, from my perspective, today was about making sure that we had a strong performance. We, you know, recovered well from Wednesday night because it was a physically taxing game and and got the job done. He's been asked there, is he watching, obviously, Rangers breathing down their necks. What about the, the depth of the squad? It's only been the last couple of days I've had that squad, to be fair. So, you know, I hope people aren't thinking I've got it easy all of a sudden. Um, no, look, it's why we wanted to build a squad. Unfortunately, we just haven't had them at our disposal so far. So, um, pleasing we're getting some back and, you know, we'll get hopefully another couple back over the next two or three weeks and, and we're going to need it because what we want to do is 
maintain the levels of performance that we've had so far and, and, and improve it. And we can't do that with just one set of players. You know, We need to be able to, to call on the whole squad and, and, and make sure that our performances are, are at the level we want them to. Barry, Kyogo, uh, Turnbull, they could be back. Well, they're included in the squad for the Europas or the, the Conference League. Yeah, it looks if they're not too far away. Um, Postacoglu's in there two or, two or three weeks. Um, and again, it's what I'm, we're talking about. You look at the starting 11, you look at the Celtic bench, yeah. and you look at the, the two players. I mean, Julian Ky- as well. Uh, yep. Julian, yeah. yep. So there's um, there's good quality players um, missing. And as I said, it's you need your squads. Certainly going into the, the last few months of the season, Um Maybe a bit of fatigue starts to to come in, and the good thing is that you can you can change it up and freshen it up. Is there a weakness if you were playing Celtic again? You know, and if you say you were bringing Hibs to where well, they come to Rangers or Aberdeen at the week uh, tomorrow Wednesday night, who would you be targeting? Yeah, I, I think you go against Celtic. You just I need to watch what I'm saying here. Yeah. You start getting absolute pelters. Sure. Um, you just yeah. need to make it uncomfy for Celtic. Mm. You, you know, you, you can't give them you can't give them time on the ball. You can't give them any space. So Divi Province pointed out, and he said it again yeah. yesterday about Carol Starfelt not comfortable in the ball. Oh, you're talking about yeah. one area of the team. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's an area you yeah. you would identify. Yeah, if I'm looking at the Celtic team just now, he is probably the one that you would you would identify. I've just thought what way to stop Celtic yeah. and is to make it uncomfy as possible and. And try and frustrate them, and, and don't give them any time in the ball. But yeah, no, I agree. He's probably the one. But uh, what I will say about Starfelt is he has got better. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt about it. Carter Vickers, again, when he first came, mm-hmm. I wasn't too sure, but mm-hmm. he's um, he's a decent centre half. He can play um, Carter Vickers. And Mark, I know what everyone will say. Rangers have lost twenty-one goals. Celtic thirteen. Yeah. So there you go. Yep. Yeah. Carl Starfelt though. Yeah, he's had a shaky start, Paul. You know, he, there's no doubt if you're a, the opposition manager and you're looking for a weakness, then that's who you'd identify. I agree with Barry. I wasn't sure about Carter Vickers at the start, but yeah. he's, he's certainly grown him. You know, he's a real quality um, centre half. Um, and um, Starfelt, yeah. But one thing I think he's, he's added to his game recently, his distribution's still a bit suspect, but I think he's added a bit of aggression his game which I think was was needed you know he looks more up for a for a battle for a, for a bit more physicality um, and I'm, at the start I thought he was a wee bit too nice uh, for a central defender although I get it now that, that maybe sounds like you've been a dinosaur because the way they want you want to actually be, play football mm-hmm. rather than be you know a guy but for me your centre half the first thing I would always look for in a central defender is will you be able to handle the number nine will the number nine who's coming on the pitch against you think I don't fancy this big guy Today, that's what I would always look for um, first and foremost. But um, certainly, um, if you're looking at Celtic away to beat Celtic, if it's Aberdeen on Wednesday night, the bottom line is you can't beat them in ability. Yeah. Ability, they're going to wipe the floor with you. So you need to try and find another way. As Barry says, that's just a perfect phrase to use to make it uncomfortable for them, to make them think, to make them think. Oh, right, wait a minute here, um, and that's what Stephen Glass and his staff have to do on Wednesday night. That's what you did, Barry. Your Alloa team. You're not going to compete with them on, you know, man to man ability. Even at Premier League level, you've got to be honest. If you go toe to toe and try mm. and play football against them, they've got better players mm. and, and they'll punish you. So you've got to come up with another solution. And I think that's the way to ruffle them up a wee bit um, and see how they react to that. But again, some teams have tried to ruffle them up. 
and they've got answers for it. Yeah. So Stephen Glass, I'm sure this um, the day and tomorrow, he'll need to come up with a solution um, and try and obviously stop them because they, they do they look rampant just now. It, that that is the key. It's um, I think now if you're an opposition man, so Stephen Glass is the next one. Um, you are you're going to be praying that Celtic's going to have an off night that four or five of their players are not on it. Put it this way. If the Celtic that turns up, and that's even with the changes that they made yesterday, that played against Rangers last Wednesday, or played yesterday at Fur Park, they'll absolutely wipe the floor with Aberdeen. They will wipe the floor with them. So, Stephen Glass, A, needs to hope that his team are bang on it, that he and his staff, it's their job, come up with a plan to try and get at Celtic in whatever way they, they, they think is the best way to do that, and for four or five of the Celtic players to, to be playing at 70-60%. Fascinating, isn't it? After the 25 games... Uh, Celtic have 54 goals for Rangers 53 so you mentioned it earlier on it could, you know, it could go all the yeah, way the goal difference but, but, day listen yeah. I, I'm totally with that yeah. it's one of these seasons where mm-hmm. I think they're going to be neck neck sure. it could come down to a goal difference yep. Celtic against 13 Rangers 21 so that's just 8 goals between them isn't it I think my I, arithmetic I'm, is right there I didn't, yep. I didn't even know that stat in terms of goals against um, and that's one area sure. that people have yeah. been yeah. Criticising Celtic. I've been um, doing my homework. I picked yep. up the paper. Yep. You know, two keepers we mentioned Alan McGregor earlier. And uh well, you know, he he's been phenomenal. Of course it was a difficult week or two for him. But Barry said you watch him in the game against Celtic. He didn't nobody thought it was going to be the way it would be at mm-hmm. uh, 3-0 Celtic, but it could have been six or seven, as Barry said. I, so I, I, Alan McGregor. See what seeing Monday coming in, he would have been wouldn't have had a good weekend mm. they've been playing in his mind and I know what he's like he would have want, want mm. to go on that training ground and work harder and and that's the type of character you mm. want listen hold up made a couple of mistakes very unlike me but you know what he mm. put the performance in and he stopped it for being as I said mm. five, uh, five or six in the first half and he told you that's what would happen and Joe Hart that you also played alongside so he's been instrumental isn't he he's so yeah. he's, a, he's a great figure that he's almost like the vice captain isn't he yeah, uh, yeah, of the club now yeah he's, yeah. he's an experienced figure an yeah. England World Cup goalkeeper a league champion with Manchester City he's the kind of goalkeeper that Celtic um, needed and just I would imagine Barry knows him I don't mm-hmm. I can only go with what I hear about from other players and, and what I see on, on TV and listen to on the radio Paul but he's a, I think he's a very calming influence um, around the dressing room. Um, but above that, a winner. An out and out winner. Was he and always calming? Was he always... Because like, he looks as though he could yeah, have been... He's uh, like, he, like... Hilarious. He's got a daft side him, which all goalkeepers yeah. uh, have got. Well, that's Mark. But do you know one yeah. thing? I know he'll be very popular in the dressing room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, um, he's a real... He's a proper man. That's how I could... Uh, that's how the best way to describe him. On uh, top of that, yeah. yep, on top of that, look, I said that there was a lot of question marks when Celtic were interested in signing him. I told, um, I says on he here, did. that they yep. were getting a top class keeper because I've worked with him for a season and I mm. see what he's all about and it's been proven this season. He's, he's pulled off some some top mm. saves. Because yeah. we kept saying David Marshall and we weren't on a cut. I don't even know him. But uh, of course he has moved down south. There's so much on the go. Quick break, then the traffic and then we're back with more after this. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go, go, go. Go Radio. That's roundabout Queen's Park, but looking much, much better. That's you on the way home tonight. 
Go Radio Football Show at the Taxi Centre. Big John Hudson tomorrow night and uh, big Stephen Cragen along with big Rob McLean. <laughs> Not heightest in any way. Small Paul Cooney here with Mark Guidi and uh, the giant of football. Barry Ferguson with us. Well, we on? Is it the coffee tonight? We're, no, can yeah. I just... Yeah. B- before I forget, what about um, Dick Campbell and Nardroth? Uh, oh, astonishing. A, a one-goal uh, victory against Kilmarnock. Uh, You've now got to think, they could well come up. Do you know what? They've got they've every chance. I watched the game and... Um, Albeit the conditions in the first half weren't great, but do you know what? They're not just everybody thinks they're just mm. a long ball team. They've actually got um, some decent players, played some good stuff. I enjoyed the game, but what a season! Um, our growth in the Premier League, there's every chance, but, but, every chance. See if, see if they don't win the title, whoever finishes 11th in the Premiership, I don't think they would want a growth in a playoff. No, no. That's a good point. Yeah, they want yeah. a growth. Mm. Let's be honest, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want And them. the other results went their way at the weekend, and Vernes yeah. dropping points, so. Yeah. It could happen. It's getting closer, isn't it? Mm. Would they have to go full time? I know the answer. You'd probably say, "Well, no, yes." I, you I, would, I don't think no. they would. I think they would stay part time. I mm. think they would need a ground share, maybe St. Johnson or Benz or something. Yep. But don't bet against them now. Mm-hmm. I think the way that they're playing, the players that they've got, <laughs> what what uh, that, that would just mm. be unbelievable. Oh, you think, and a great, you know, it'll be so. So lively, Dick Campbell, Ian, Big Rab Douglas. Mm-hmm. And that. I mean, Big Rab was in the bench. He was an emergency uh, sub goalkeeper four or five games ago. 63, isn't he? <laughs> Big Rab. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's howling the wind, it's freezing, yeah. oh, everybody's yeah. wrapped up. And you look mm. at Big Rab's got his shorts on it. <laughs> <laughs> He's brilliant. You were working with Martin O'Neill at the, at the weekend, so I didn't see him on the telly yesterday, obviously, when we were doing the show. But he was at Fur Park first time since that day. 2005 helicopter Sunday. Yeah, yeah, his first first time uh, back, I believe. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they've been happy to see uh, Celtic get uh, get a but, victory. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think that one. Um, I'm sure Martin O'Neill will be the first to admit that one in 2005. Barry still haunts him. Doesn't haunt you, does it? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, uh, no, it was just it was crazy. It was a, a crazy situation. He'd mm. um, be in going into the. The game, we obviously playing Hibs at Easter Road, yeah. Celtic at Motherwell and it, all you can do is just focus on making sure that you win. That That's all. You, you can't think of Motherwell doing you a favour mm. or whatever. That That's the way we had, we had to go in and we spoke about it all week. That Listen, the, the focus is just making sure that, that we win and make sure that we perform. And what was your scoreline um, that day? 1-0. One 1-0. One yep, it was, yeah. it was strange. Um because I think if Hibs we won the game and Hibs only get beat with a goal it still made Europe something Actually, like I was that. there covering the game for, for Clyde yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there, yeah. the last like, three or four minutes was Hibs just sat That's office right. mm-hmm. we were in mm-hmm. our half and we were just passing the ball about mm-hmm. um, yeah, Tony Mowbray was a Hibs manager at yep. that point wasn't he mm-hmm. that's right it was, just, it, was a, it was weird circumstances and I remember going to cover the game and genuinely yeah. I thought and I think probably a lot of people thought in their heart of hearts it's just going here yeah. and it, you're, you're going through almost kind of going through the motions as much as mm. you guys had a job to do and you got the job done but I think most people thought mm. the title party is going to be at Fur Park yeah. um, well the ball day, was you know, in Celtic's court Martin O'Neill's last yeah. game I think, I think it had come out by that point that Martin O'Neill yeah. mm. was leaving Celtic at the Scottish Cup final the following week um, I think was like, yeah and, and Celtic as you know Barry I mean, they got the Craig Bellamy at that point they still had Chris Sutton they did John Hartson, John Hartson you know, they yeah. did Stan Petrov Neil Lennon I mean, they still had a right 
a right good team but you guys get your job done and of course Scott, Scott McDonald <laughs> uh, I think God, yeah. Gordon Marshall and goals for Motherwell that day mm. had a terrific game a couple of good saves Terry Butcher was a Motherwell manager um, as well at that point yeah. so yeah you look at it all Okay, that was 2005 will we go to the last day this season we'll yeah. be there anyway I think could, there's every chance do, we can it, Barry, yep. you reckon? I, I think yep. it could be very similar to 2005 so you don't think Celtic will drop any points until well I'm not asking what you'll think on uh, that David till they play my point, Rangers just after watching yeah. them closely obviously yeah. the last um, two games as I said I just think they're in they're, they're in top form Um and obviously you worry a wee bit about Rangers with the, the first half performance last Wednesday night and then you're sitting there interested to see right are they going to come out the traps are they going to start getting into hearts into their faces and, and move the ball a lot quicker and they certainly did that so yeah that's what you want but you want a bit of excitement um, and just the way just the way it's been like last year look is it enjoyable of course it is for Rangers fans but you start winning by 25 points yeah. then before that Celtic were just running riot every mm-hmm. single season so look what we're on 7th of February neck and neck that's what you want one point between them here's the two managers first of all in the blue corner GVB well the key is to um, to keep performing uh, game in game out and um, that's the I think the key to um, to uh, to win the games we, we play and you know, especially the way we want to play and uh, if we keep uh, this energy and this determination every game you know, we're going to have a good chance, but, uh, you know, just, you know, make sure we we, uh, we keep winning game after game. We're happy with the performance now and, and of course, the three points because that's vital at the moment. We work hard to uh, be ready on Wednesday. So we've got the teams here from yesterday. I'm going to ask both of you, what changes would you make? Let's take, uh, let's go Celtic first of all, then they're at Aberdeen. Uh, Mark, do you think, uh, is he going to change it? Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, as much as Aberdeen aren't in top form, I think you always regard Petodri, particularly midweek. A lot of Aberdeen fans and has been a real difficult venue. So I would imagine the, 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 the kind of guys that are left out from last Wednesday, yeah. like for example, Yanovic will come back in um, and start. Um, you know, that's for sure. I think that will happen. Um, not too many changes um, otherwise, but yeah, certainly um, Yanovic would, would, would uh, come in. And I'd imagine Jota would come in and start the, the game as well. Barry, would you agree? Looking at the Celtic lineup, would he make many changes? Obviously, Juranovic will be back in his uh, right back position, you would imagine. Anybody else, do you think? Um, no, I agree. I think Juranovic for Ralston. I think um, Jota mm-hmm. for Joe Marcus. I don't think he'll play up there. Do you not? No, no. I think he'll put Maeda through the middle. Right, the speed of Maeda. Yes. Do you come good yeah, to he have? looked a different yep. player. Look, yep. I didn't think he had a particularly good game. Yeah, but when he went through the middle, he looked at me as a different player. Yep. Um, so that that's the changes that that um, I see Celtic making. Uh, the manager's been speaking again about uh, the the magician that is uh, Tom Rogic. Yeah, well, I mean, we've been top of the pile for the last decade. And um, here is Tom Rogic. Off the back of last season, it was disappointing, but um, you know, it's, it's a familiar position for a lot of us, and just about keep working hard, head down. Focus on the next game. Don't get too carried up. Uh, yeah, it's not about deserving your place. It's about you know, consistently consistently playing you know the best football you can and, and Tommy's been outstanding for us this year every time he's played he's uh, you know he's done awfully well for us and um, you know that's what we want we want him to continue and, and keep getting better and keep being the player we know he can be and uh, yeah he's exciting you know I thought he had some chance to get a hat-trick today which I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have done uh, any other time in his career so um, but I, I thought overall his general play was good
So, Mark, we won't see you until after Wednesday. So, what do you think is going to happen at Petordry? Prediction? Uh, I think Celtic will win by a couple of goals. A couple of goals. Barry, we can ask you on Wednesday what you think. What about Rangers then? Huge game with Hibs. Yeah, keep the starting 11 because I think right. he'll ring the changes at the weekend um, against Annan. He'll start with the exact same starting 11. So Tavernier, Goldson, Balligan and Bassey. Jack Lundstrom, you were really impressed by him. Well, both of them. Aribo, Arfield, Kent and Morelos. Um, scoreline, what do you think? Well, I'll ask you Wednesday on that probably. Mark, what do you reckon? Yeah, Rangers by a couple of goals. Yep. So it's going to go all the way. At the moment, Paul, yeah. I think, you know, I said at the top of the show, it's in both their hands which is a brilliant position and great for, for Scottish football and um, if one of the teams one of them can win the remaining two old firm games are going to be the league champion if somebody takes this otherwise it's going to be tight Celtic have a slight edge just now but um, yeah if you can take six out of six you're the league champion that's the bottom line A lot said about Aaron Ramsey but Barry is Alfredo Morelos the man who could um recapture the title for Rangers of everyone I always remember you saying he would be your first person on the team sheet Scott Arfield mentioned it saying other managers must hate to see Alf on the team sheet yeah, I, I'm not saying he's I don't like singling one no. specific player out but you've seen the difference he made yesterday um, for me he's Rangers best striker and, and listen he just looks to me if he's since Gio's come in he's, he's looked he looks hungry and um Listen, his, his two goals yesterday were, were exceptional finishes. And um, listen, you keep him fit, fit, sorry. And if he continues that sort of form, listen, he, he'll, be, he'll be a big player for Rangers. Scott Arfield mentions the, the striker in glowing terms. Yeah, he's a, he's a big player for us, there's no doubt about that. Should have had his hat-trick. I think he'll be, he'll be disappointed not doing so. But uh, what, a, what a performance for him. I think he just scares defenders when he, when he sees his name. I think um, everything, everything about him is all-round ability and none more than putting the ball in the back of the net. So that's what wins games. It's, uh, it's wonderful to have him back and hopefully we can go on a run now. Some other news today as well. Mike Ashley's still interested in buying Derby County. Discuss, yeah. but be careful. <laughs> so <laughs> You just want to see Derby. You want to yeah. see somebody get in there, Paul, and, and go and take over. And, and you know, when you look at under the circumstances and the and the points deduction, the deficit that, that, that Wayne Rooney's got to deal with, you know, yeah. Wayne Rooney's shown himself at the moment to be a fine young mm. manager. Frank Lampard, what a start for him at the weekend. Barry yeah, 4-1. Everton. Yep, yep 4-1. Um, Look, Everton, I, I've always said that I, I loved going to play there at Goodison. And if you look at the squad that he's inherited, he's got a lot of quality in that squad. Um, made a couple of good signings. Guys who have, for me, if you spoke to me about both the signings that he's made from Man U and, and Tottenham, he says to me six, seven months ago, I'd be like, top class. They've struggled. Um, so... Listen, he's a man that hopefully can change their fortunes because uh, the two of them are, are good players and I just look at the squad again. They're, they're in a false position. They should be further up the league and certainly with the amount of money they've spent over the last three or four years mm. has been crazy. Who's going to win the £40 million? We've got it up on the board here. £40 million. Pounds. Mark, uh, we mentioned Morellas for Rangers, pivotal, one of many players for Celtic. Who do you think over the next 13 games might be the one that you're speaking about come May? Oh, Paul, that's, that's such that's a tough one. Yeah, no. Genuinely, yeah. that is. I mean, I think Callum McGregor, you know, Jota, Kyogo, I think will be back in the next two or three weeks. Hitati has just lit things mm -hmm. uh, up. Abada, you know, 19, 20 years old. 
James Foy, you know, Joe Hart. You've been greedy now. Too I many. know. So I, look, look, whatever it's <laughs> going to be, and it's the same with Rangers. It's the same across the city. Yeah, we can single out Morelos. We can single out uh, Ryan Jack. We potentially might be singling out Aaron Ramsey two or three games from now. But it's Barry Not Paul. Whatever happens, whoever's going to be the champion come May, it will be a team performance from the management and the coaches right the way down. Thanks for joining us, Barry. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, We're Paul. back again tomorrow night. It's live at five. Up next is Joe Kilday. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees, they even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.